BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Girl, hey, welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. Last week was a solo podcast because I would be way too bad about interrupting my guests if I were to talk about Britney Spears with anybody but myself. Uh, but we are back to having guests on, and I'm personally very excited because I have been looking forward to having these two amazing People, I'm going to say people on <laughs> my podcast. It. Nailed it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Ashley Gavin <laughs> and Gara Lawning. <laughs> thank you. Just, wow, thank you. I got Gara's name right, but yes, I did, did not oh, get yeah. uh, Ashley's right intentionally. It's Ashley Gavin and Gara yes. Lawning. Did I get it right? <laughs> Yeah, I like Gavin though. Gavin is sexy. People don't know that I'm I'm half Jewish, and sometimes I joke that Gavin is is, is how they pronounce <laughs> oh, it. Damn. Ashley Gavin, like Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before we got on the podcast, I totally fucked up Gare's name. And a true, very, and true Taylor Strecker form, I was yeah. telling you guys, um, I literally say my own fiance's name wrong, and we have the same name. So it's actually, um, it's a skill I have, you know. So, so. say how you say her name. Yeah, say how you say her, yeah, her name Yeah, I don't wrong. understand. So... <laughs> Like, okay, so what did I say? Hey, girl, hey, welcome to Taylor. Taylor. I'm Taylor. I'm Taylor. Hi, Taylor. it's me, Taylor, and my fiancé, Taylor. <laughs> I see, I see. Like, they yeah, work a as bit. a tailor. Yeah, like yeah. Like, they, they sew clothes for you. So, yeah. I'm Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Ta- like, Tay, Taylor, and she's Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> yes, I see it. I, I hear it. I hear it, too. It's more of, like, a hiss. It, like, it, like, sounds, sounds sharper. Yes, but I'm usually yelling sharper. it. Well, that's the yeah, disdain yeah. that you have for the, the yeah. peons that that do your like fix your clothes for you if you're someone right. if you're as yeah, you're like Taylor. As Taylor is. <laughs> where's where's Taylor? My pants. <laughs> Taylor, my pants. No, I know it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, no, please. I am like I am the queen of fucking up names. So don't take any uh personal offense to it. I love. I'm that. just happy to be here. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to have you guys. I was on um, y'all's amazing podcast, you guys. It's called We're Having Gay Sex. Check it out if you have not yet. Um, you guys have me Great on. Great episode. I had so Great much episode. fun. It's really good. You guys, I fell in love with both of you. So I was like, you well, guys Sam. have to come on Taste of Taylor. And here's the thing is, I know I talked a lot about myself in the podcast, so it's weird that I fell in love with you guys because I was <laughs> busy talking about That's how you make someone fall in love with you is what right. I learned. You just interview them, and they're like, yeah. this person's great. I yeah. love Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I actually I don't you. know your guys' names at all <laughs> or anything about you. <laughs> I hate myself, but I... In the few moments where you guys were able to get a word in edgewise. We made some jokes. We made some jokes. Yeah, honestly, that's how I prefer to do an episode of our podcast because we're running out of sex stories. So on our podcast, we tell a new sex no, story No, 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 we week. are not running out of sex stories. For the people okay. listening, there are some great <laughs> sex stories no, on no, the no, podcast. No, 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 they're great. We're having a lot of sex right now. We're having so much so sex. Much sex. <laughs> but we got to tuck one away. It's nice to, it's nice to save one no for a rainy intended. day. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was good. So Thank we, you. we had a moment where we were talking about, I, I was feeling insecure. 
And I actually feel like both of you picked up on it like right from the beginning. Like I feel like, like Gary, you were even like, you think that you're like, you don't understand what's going on in the gay world. Like you said, I, I think you said the word was, I was nervous. Like you're like, you don't have to be nervous about talking yeah, about Yeah, but I think Taylor, Taylor, I think you came out the gate and said, I'm very nervous. Oh, did I? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I think you immediately were like, <laughs> I'm feeling so nervous. <laughs> I think you said something that literally every guest, no matter how, within the gay community and the queer community, and look, I don't consider myself really a part of it because I'm kind of like you, Taylor. I, I just, uh, Gara, yeah. the reason we have, We'll get to the story, the origin <laughs> yeah. story of Gara and my relationship on the podcast, but I don't know what I'm doing, but I think the more I've talked to people who seem like so queer, like just the queerest of the queer, is that they don't feel queer enough Yes. Um, because there's right. always someone gayer than you. There's right. always someone with more coveralls, with more right. tattoos, with more hair dye, <laughs> right. with a weirder sexuality. Yeah. They only <laughs> no, fuck the, intellectual the... porcupines or whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> The strangest thing is I'm actually straight, so I'm just a straight person <laughs> with queer I know, energy. Weird. <laughs> um, but I feel like you guys were, you know, we had a bit of a conversation about, you know, I'm gonna say like the more millennial, maybe even Gen Z perspective on queer culture, which I think is the most woke perspective, okay? And no shade to, you know, the amazing gay people who laid the literal foundation for us, you know, yeah. decades before we were, you know, we were living our dad's ball sacks. But seriously. <laughs> A great I, time. <laughs> for me, it was, it, I, I was living my best life. Um, <laughs> I was getting smashed during rugby games and football games. It was wonderful. Hell yeah. Well, you and a million other tailors. Yeah, right. Taylors. You Taylor are the best. Taylor was Tay surviving. Taylor. Taylors. Yeah, you know what? If you're feeling bad about yourself ever, just be like, I beat out all those other sperms. Like, you're good so for right. You. Good for you. You're so you right. Won. It was like a battle to the death. Yeah. And you came out on top. You're absolutely right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> but we were talking about, you know, just the where we are in the queer world now and even just language alone and I felt like I was learning so much from you guys and so I wanted to continue the teachings let's let's call you guys queer tutors if you will I yes. want to continue the, the queer teaching. tutors <laughs> it sounds like a I British TV say, show from the 90s <laughs> that or some sort of homophobic predatory to catch That's, a predator show sure, the queer yeah. tutors are tutoring tutors your kids gay could be that as well thank you Ashley <laughs> when, we, when we do math problems the answer is always 69 with the queer tutors <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I have so much I need to learn, and I think the my I know my audience they're a reflection of me. So if I have to learn, they have to learn. But I think mm. you know I'm so I worked on younger. I do an after show for younger, the TV show called Getting Younger, and one of the stars is Nico Tortorella, who is very yes. like much a an amazing spokesperson for the mm -hmm. queer community, yeah. and they prefer the pronouns they them and uh it makes my brain explode but recently sure, yeah. <laughs> i was talking to nico um because of work stuff and after i got off the phone with them i said to my tailor you know i was expl i was talking about um so nico is currently on set like uh, in I, I forget where somewhere else but there wife <laughs> which i think i'm allowed to say wife i'm not sure um bethany it because they're both married to each other see this is does like bethany really, I am, does bethany go by she her no nope, bethany is they them as well oh, okay right. um, okay all right okay yes yes so could also, be partner, I love, could also be wife. You never fucking know, honestly. Yeah, Just that's ask. true. That's true. Also, Taylor, I just have to say, I love how you're like reading in like sixth grade reading class where you're like, popcorn, Taylor. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, Taylor. You're like, they went to the store. <laughs> and really, they're non-binary. Such focus. It does. So, so it does. Bethany is here. And Nico said to me, you and Taylor should hang out with Bethany and we've never hung out with them. I love and respect Nico so much, and I don't know Bethany very well at all, but I'm sure once I get to know them, I will adore them deeply. But I said, you know what? Rather than at home when they're not around, you like be lazy and use he, she pronouns to keep it easier for us. Why don't we really like respect it and get used to they, them? We're so lucky to have they, them people in our lives. So why don't we 
try to get it into our vernacular so it's not so foreign because I believe in five, 10 years, it will be all they thems. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's like, going to yeah. be a lot of they thems. Oh, Maybe yeah. Maybe not in five to 10, but I think like in 50, it might be like very commonplace. I also think the way, the way you're doing it at home is the way to do it. You have to do it all the time. Or and you're doing it like it seriously, yeah. like doing it like yeah. with respect, not doing it with like, not, like no cheating. You know what I mean? Like he, no like them, he, like none of that. Yeah. Like, like, cause, yeah. And, like I realize it's, it is, I, I feel like when it comes to the queer world and LGBTQ AI plus, yeah, yeah honestly, that's overdoing it. No, no, no. You're going for extra credit. No one knows. <laughs> that was good, Taylor. Oh, I couldn't even do that. Oh, for also, real. Also, they've I've... changed the meanings of the different things. Like, yeah. Q used to mean questioning and queer. Now it pretty much just means queer because everyone's yeah. questioning. If you're listening to the show, you're you're questioning your sexuality, whether <laughs> yes. or not you think you are. Um, just yeah. give me a chance to meet you, and I'll, yeah. I'll facilitate that process. But, yeah. <laughs> but the I, like, it, it's just constantly yeah changed. that's the thing we don't i think people are so scared of us and we don't freaking know either where i offend everybody in the queer I'm community in the world all the time. i'm scared of us do you know <laughs> what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i would also we're like very to say, scary yeah i would also <laughs> yes, like to say are. listeners uh as a they them person myself i'd like to let you know that it is our agenda to turn everyone into a they them within the next uh 20 years so we are coming for you you cannot run you cannot hide <laughs> <laughs> okay so when i came on the podcast the first thing you guys do is you identify yourselves Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you have your guests identify themselves, and that's where I just started to say I'm nervous, I'm melting, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm gonna, for I'm, an hour I, 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 you know, I don't deserve to be in the uh, in the queer community. So, just for the audience' sake, can you give your what are they called? Pronouns? Identifiers? I, pronouns? Yeah, yes. we've been calling them identifiers. I don't even technically think you're supposed to call them that. We just call them inter- introductions. <sighs> fucked up. No, I don't even know. I don't even know. I think yeah, the it was idea, a trap, Taylor. Taylor you fell right into I, it. I, <laughs> Because we do it too. I think the idea is that someone doesn't identify as a woman. They are a woman or she is a woman. Right. Um, I think that's the idea. Right, Garrett? But we do our intros. Okay. Don't even, if you're listening and you're like, I'm going to turn this shit off. Just bear with us for one second. Yeah, yeah. just give us a second. You're not this annoying. (laughs) Yes, I am. So what I'll say is like, oh, I'm a gay, I'm a cis gay white woman, which means that I was identified as a woman when I was born. That's how they, the doctor was like, you're a freaking woman. <laughs> this baby is a woman. Right. I still identify as a woman. I still am a woman. So that means that's what cis is. So wait, this yeah. baby is a wait. woman. <laughs> this baby no, woman. It's, it's a baby, sir. <laughs> <laughs> wait, um, so cis, what does cis mean? I literally yeah. don't even, like, we're really, ABCs That's. Here. It's literally like uh, the doctor assigns a gender to the child at birth and that you you still you're sticking with that gender that the doctor said when you came out of the vag yeah that's what cis is don't want to come so if you ever hear cis if you're listening to this podcast there's like a 99.9 percent chance that you are cis if if you don't if you're confused about it and not in the way that you don't want to tell your parents that you're confused about it you're cis yes yeah absolutely okay so you're you're a cis gay woman i say gay woman you can call me a lesbian i don't care i just i like to say i like gay i like gay Um, better too i don't know why i just i just like it better i think it's weird that we have like a separate word just for women and not for men i think it's strange um uh also like lesbians i think lesbians until very recently had very bad branding i agree we need a new pr no they have that terrible They have the same PR as feminists who I don't know who's <laughs> running that PR, but it's horrible. Yeah, they got to you got to really hire bad. you got to hire so, someone else. <laughs> I like gay and I use she her pronouns. So okay. if someone calls me they, I don't get mad about it. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. But you refer to yourself she her. Okay. And Gara. Uh, hi, I'm Gara Lonning. Uh, I my pronouns are they them. I'm a trans non-binary person and I'm white. Yes. Do and you're pan. Questions. And I'm pan. And I'm pansexual. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's Let's, a lot to unpack. I broke Taylor's brain. <laughs> it's broken. Can we do it? Can we do a piece by piece? Yeah. Let's let's go. Let's it's, go one by, by way, one. Is this is this podcast is what we're doing so beyond like horrific? Am, am I no, like the worst? No. Or is this is this? No good? one has. There's none of us. We make up 
4% of the population, nobody. You gotta ask questions sometimes, okay. you know? Well, this yeah. is the thing too, and I find, and this is why I walked away from you guys being like, damn, they have got to come on this podcast because you were, you're both so patient and it's about teaching and you're not, you're not on the front line of getting offended immediately. You're so open to answering questions. And I think that's so important. I think it's important also for a predominantly straight audience, right? of cis white women to hear that you can have questions even being in the community and there's people in the community who are willing to answer your questions and not get pissed at you that you just don't already know. Yeah. I think the magic of the podcast, you know, not to plug the podcast, but I'm going to plug it, is that we have so many straight fans, people who listen, who are like, oh, this is not, this is a funny, dirty, raunchy podcast and I get it and I thought that I wasn't going to get it, but I get it because... It tra- I think it transcends those barriers. I think it's just people yeah. laughing and having a good time. Yeah, I exactly. think also queer people just get a bad rap, just like in general. I really do. I find that like when people meet me, I think people get really afraid that like I am a special snowflake who's going to get mad uh, like yes. whenever they get my name wrong, which like Taylor and I did argue up top, but like we did like... <laughs> We got over it. I broke we it said up, some choice words. Yeah. yeah, Ashley broke it up. I said some things that I didn't mean, and Taylor said some <laughs> things that she didn't mean. But <laughs> I think, yeah, absolutely. That I think the podcast it like it transcends queerness. It transcends gender and all of that crap. It's just about just about boning down. <laughs> just, just getting some push. About, just getting, getting some slamming push. <laughs> This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by ZenFuel. ZenFuel is a holistic wellness brand whose mission is to make healthy living simple. And thank goodness, because your girl needs help in lots of areas. I just feel like I don't have enough time in the day ever to get everything done. And staying focused is a challenge. And that's why I'm so happy I found ZenFuel's natural energy boosting supplement, ZenZest. With just one capsule in the morning, I can finally get all day energy naturally with zero caffeine. ZenFuel uses extracts that not only make me more energized, but enhance my mental clarity, mood, and focus. And I'm talking about coffee bean extract, olive leaf extract, and rosemary extract. And what's great about ZenFuel is that they're all about being a holistic wellness brand that focuses on radical transparency from farm to bottle and helping people with a more balanced life. ZenFuel also has this great supplement. It's called ZenChill, actually. And... It really helps you manage your stress, anxiety, and it uses calming extracts that like chill you out, but boost your focus. And their ingredients contain zero additives. ZenFuel's founder traveled the world sourcing the most potent Ayurvedic ingredients to ensure each supplement is packed with ingredients that do what they say they'll do. Zero fluff and 100% plant-based. I typically take Zen Zest in the morning and I don't feel that afternoon crash, which is pretty great because now I can cut back on caffeine. And Zen Fuel also has their well-known sleep supplement, Zen Sono, which I'm really excited to try next because I have serious issues with sleeping. And right now, Zen Fuel is giving you 25% off your first purchase when using my code Taylor at checkout. Just go to zenfuel.com. That's spelled Z-E-N-F-U-E-L.com. And make sure to use my code at checkout, T-A-Y-L-O-R, for 25% off. That's zenfuel.com, Z-E-N-F-U-E-L.com. And use that code Taylor for 25% off your first purchase. And now to the podcast. Okay, Gara. So yeah. break down the way I just had Ashley. Break it down for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so uh, my pronouns are they, them, which yes. is usually what I'll lead with because my pronouns just make it easy for you to address me and identify me. I guess also I'll leave with my name, which like usually people fuck up my name and then also fuck up my pronouns. So to them, I'm just kind of like a floating faceless mullet thing. Um, also, Gara <laughs> was, this was the name that Gara's parents gave them. This it is, is not yeah. like a chosen name. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not my chosen name. <laughs> I was going to say, is this your birth name or it's, a chosen name? Are you really no, trying no. to fuck with people? It is my birth name, but I do not use it at Starbucks. Uh, at Starbucks, I go by <laughs> Gigi. So every Starbucks employee employee knows me as a sexy, cool Gigi instead of Gara. So <laughs> there you go. Tell me what you need. See, look, Taylor, the world I'm living in is just a completely... All of it. 
all, okay, all, all of it. it. All yeah. of it. Okay, all okay. <laughs> okay. So I always say that I identify as trans non-binary. That's a little bit like doesn't make a lot of sense because uh, n- identifying as non-binary, non-binary is under the trans umbrella. Um, okay. Just because trans means you do not identify with the gender you were I, uh, assigned with at birth. So okay. my pronouns are they, them. I'm trans non-binary. Okay. And I would say when I came out as non-binary, I didn't go by they, them until about two years ago, maybe like a year and a half ago. So I was identifying as non-binary. And there are a lot of people who uh, either go by she, they, or just she, or he, they, or just he, and got you. identify as non-binary, which non-binary just means, this is so funny, because Taylor, you remind me so much of my older sister, who is the sweetest soul in the entire world. She's a, a basketball coach in Des Moines. Taylor, you have huge women's basketball coach energy. <laughs> it's it's, <laughs> it's so insane. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're so intense. <laughs> you're like, Becky! You, you gotta break! <laughs> <laughs> Rebound, bitch! That's you, Let's Taylor. Box out! Box out! Box out! Box out! <laughs> so, I adore you because you remind me so much of my older sister but the other night she just messages me she always messages me questions and I am always so pleased to answer them but she messaged me out of the blue she goes what's the difference between trans and non-binary and I texted her this long thing I was drunk she was most definitely drunk and then she just sent me a text back that said gotcha thanks so much so I (laughs) I'm doing this a lot squares and rectangles yeah yeah they're both parallelograms is that what you're Neither is a parallelogram. They both got. They both have four sides. They're parallelograms. The not. They're both anyone who's trans. Oh shit! We shouldn't have done this. You guys can bring up geometry. Why did I do that? <laughs> trans is an umbrella term for anyone. Yeah. Who wants to? I, I who I who identifies as something other than the gender that they were assigned as birth. Yeah. Got Not you. all trans people are non-binary, but all non-binary people are trans. That's the square. Yeah, that, okay, that you are like, yeah. Good job, okay. Ashley. That was really great. Yeah. I have the dumbest question. Yeah, do it. What's a rectangle? So, so I then if, when it. you hear trans-binary, does that mean like it's almost like genderless? It depends. It, it really, so it's so funny when I fill out like applications for stuff, I will like when I, uh, uh, found the therapist I found now they ask you what your gender is and they ask you what you identify as so I said I was trans and they said what your gender is and I was like I don't see a box for like small milk boy in the early 1500s so like your gender is like it's I guess I would say like I I float between the two I don't feel really genderless I feel very genderful in the sense of like I have five million and it's hard to organize them uh within my filing cabinet okay so you sometimes feel feminine and masculine uh, uh, together all the time or sometimes it's like more feminine and more masculine and is that are those the wrong terms to use you know what I'm saying like I'm just trying to really I want to grasp because I just want to fully understand. We say, we say feminine mask a lot in okay. the queer community. Yeah. Whether or not you're non-binary, trans, whatever. Like, right. I, I, like, I think that I dress a little more femme. I think that I have mask energy. <laughs> um, <laughs> this, we're getting complicated now. Yeah. yeah people are like so, writing down notes. They're like, okay, so mask energy. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a pop that quiz after you this. get the fingers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, everyone's like, just who fucking wears a strap on? Who wears it, Taylor? That's all we want to know. That's really everyone's Who wears question. a strap on? Right. Let's get right. real. I when, I when I first came out, I like had to have a really one of those types of conversations with my parents because they could just not wrap their heads around it. And even actually they were like, what? So my sister texted me in the very beginning was like, can you just tell mom you're a lesbian? Because she is confused. And when you don't give her that definitive label yeah, she thinks so that there's a way that she can convince you to become a straight woman again yeah so please please yeah. just tell her you're a lesbian and i was like but Paige, i'm not i don't know what i am i'm not, yeah. not gonna label myself when i've worked this hard to get to where i am right now so i i, yeah. I don't know um but yeah my, my mom now is she, six years later she's you know she's 
she's she's good. She's getting it. She's yeah. She understands <laughs> that there's not a label. I'm literally getting married to my fiance. So yeah. you know, and she's th- like thrilled. My parents are actually hosting our wedding, which I oh, can tell you so when sweet. I first came out. I never expected that wow. shit to happen. So that's, that's so really cool. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Some people just like can't grasp onto this like this like spectrum. That it's just yes. like you fall within a spectrum, same with gender, same with like sexuality. I mean, it's just kind of like how some mornings, like like with breakfast, you'll want like a salty breakfast, but I'll also just want like a ginormous donut and like also yes. like maybe some spaghetti that I made last night. Like you just like can't <laughs> I can't always stick to like toast and eggs every single day so with my like with, with where I feel like I don't really know what my label is are we kind of similar does that like the, my thought process I bring into it is it kind of similar to where you are I think it is I think it is similar though I fully have like chosen a label for myself yes. um which it doesn't sound like you it sounds like you're more kind of like whatever I feel like is what I am do we have to choose labels in our community? <laughs> you do, point, Taylor, no. and we're no, you don't. <laughs> we're waiting. Okay, no, and there are there are gay people, queer people out there. I, I'm sure this happens in the trans community too. That are just like that will, will almost like kind of be bullies about yeah. being gay. There's bi. There's bi phobia. There's pan phobia. Um, Garris Pan. I'll let them explain that, but. There, there's always going to be people who want you to pick a lane, um, and you know we're that's silly. That's it's, people, it, like Garrett said, like you, you can have multiple things that you like or dislike. It's like not, you know, very common, very common yeah. not to have a label or to want one. We've covered almost all of your label minus yeah. pan. So let's. <laughs> I, I think I know what pansexual is, but. Want me to try, and then we'll see how yeah, long do I am. Yeah, do it. Yeah, I, I want like to play. No, you're gonna. I think you're yeah. gonna get this one. Yeah, I think so too. Pansexuals, you are you're attracted to the person, not the gender. Sure. Yeah, I would say it's more like I'm just like a horny, horny hornball that just like can't keep it in my pants. Is like <laughs> what it actually is. Um, <laughs> no, I, you you are correct. Yeah. But that's that's strange, right? Like I think like even thinking about it, me thinking about it too hard, it's like I uh, I'm yeah I don't I don't know. Like I think it's very confusing. I identified as bisexual for a very long time, and then I think uh, as I started meeting more people who who, and I started myself not identifying on a gender spectrum. I was like, oh damn, I'm just attracted to hot people. If they're absolutely smoking hot, I will be attracted to them no matter what their gender is. So yes, you right. are correct. Mm-hmm. So pansexual means you're attracted, you're attracted to smoking hot. Yeah, everyone. just absolute hotties, just <laughs> dripping hot. Whereas yeah. I will never ever be attracted to Gara. That's what my <laughs> right, sexuality right. means that's, ever under that's any circumstances. <laughs> Gara, have you ever been sexually attracted to Ashley? I actually have absolutely not. It is very disgusting <laughs> no. to me. I sometimes yep. we have a so, very sibling type yeah, relationship. Oh, it, I think. No, no, no. I've I would be attracted to my siblings before I would be attracted to Ashley, <laughs> and that's absolutely true. Well, me too, Gara. <laughs> okay, wait. So now let's talk about how you guys met and started working together. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Please. So we met doing open mic comedy. <laughs> yeah, but years ago. <laughs> but I met Ashley the the first time I did stand up. I met no. Ashley. Yeah. Garrow was wearing a tracksuit. No, no, no. I was not I have a picture. I was not wearing a tracksuit. I, I remember the tracksuit. Well, see, <laughs> because I'm non-binary, the government issues you every single year they issue you a new uniform. <laughs> and that year it was the tracksuit. The year of the tracksuit. So the year of the tracksuit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I was not wearing a tracksuit. That came later, but I it was the first time I did stand up and my mom was with me when I met. Uh, Ashley for the first time yeah and I just thought Gara was so so talented we remained friends <laughs> I don't want to you're walking I don't... down the story <laughs> well <laughs> okay okay I okay. got done I got done with the, the first stand-up set I ever did truly I watched Ashley go up Ashley like everyone knows most professional comedian ever 
uh, on the face Thank of the you. planet. And to be in a dark Thank basement you. in the middle of the Lower East Side where, like, I don't know anyone and, like, am not seeing good comedy. I'm seeing, like, people go up there and be like, you know, my wife the other day, she wouldn't give me a hand job. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm unemployed. And then no one laughs. No one laughs. And they're like, okay, let me try another one. My wife the other day wouldn't give me a blow job. <laughs> what the fuck? Why aren't you laughing yet? Yeah, so that was the comedy I was seeing. So seeing Ashley go up and, like, completely murder, I was like, oh, who is this? Like, is this, um, like, some goddess? Like, this was incredible. I got done. Oh, that's nice. I went last, which going your first time doing stand-up you never want to go west because you think you're being like hazed like you you genuinely are like am i ever going to get pulled up i don't know how this works no and it's also just terrible open mic is the worst open mic comedy is the worst experience of your entire life no one wants to be there uh it's you know thank god we're not doing that so much anymore but like it's just a tear it's terrible it's It's the worst it's very bad yeah but uh, i went up did stand up and then got done and then walked upstairs with my mom and Ashley was standing at the top of the stairs and she goes, hey, you're going to be really, 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 really bad. And then you're going to get really, really good. And my mom was so pissed because <laughs> your, your parents, mom shouldn't have been pissed. That was no, a compliment. It was a compliment. And now that I know that you. That was like stick with it. Yeah. To keep doing this. Yes. And now that I know you, I understand how big of a compliment it was. But yes. Wait, just I just wanted you to know. Did Ashley say this to you before you went on or no, after, after you got off? No, after. Oh, yeah. fuck you, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> I would care as mom. I would have been so pissed. Hey, what I just saw, awful, but I believe in you. <laughs> uh-huh. And also, I'm going to guess that Ashley just doesn't say that to everybody, right? There's some people that are terrible yeah. and will stay that I way. don't talk to anybody. No. Are you nobody. kidding me? Yeah. So nobody. what was it about Gara that you had to say something. I just thought they were so young, first of all, <laughs> that it was easy and was so not a normal open micer. Not guys, you know, when they get to open mics, they're like super confident. They think they're so funny. I think you were uh, you were a girl back then. Yeah, I think back when, in so, my girl days. Yes, in your girl <laughs> days. I think when you're a, a woman, and yes. honestly, if you're you're a, very much alone, if you're trans, if you are not a cis dude in this environment, you feel alone. Yes. I think I wanted yeah. to be like, hey, me too. I'm here too. We have some things in common, and I think you're really good. And I I just wanted to see. I liked it. I genuinely liked it. I wanted to see more. So I was I was worried that they might stop. That's right. my fear when yeah. I see a good young a good young woman or queer person in comedy i'm like please don't stop like don't let this environment trick you into thinking that you're not good and and i see a lot of uh, this is not related to anything that we're talking about but i think a lot of those comedians end up leaving the manhattan what we call the manhattan in the club scene which i think is fine but i wish they wouldn't i wish they i wish they would stick around i know how hard it is because i think I, and one of the points of the podcast, I think that gay comedy, queer comedy can yeah. be mainstream. I think, totally. I think yeah. regular, run-of-the-mill, cis, straight people can laugh at these jokes because we all have relationship problems. We all have sex problems. We all have raunchy stories. We all have these things. And it doesn't have to be the type of thing where you go and isolate yourself for a specific type of audience. Yeah. That's, that's, just, that's just my... So that's why I often reach out to those comedians. Yeah. Well, a fucking men. I take back my fuck you. No, I suck. I'm well, the worst. You know what is interesting? There's so many studies that show. We'll just talk about like mask and femme energy, okay? Um, but if I'm gonna, I'm gonna attach a gender to it just because of the study. It was done for men. Sure, sure, sure. But, yeah. But men, they, they say that like men take a test. And they'll be like, yeah, yeah. I nailed yeah. all of them. Or yeah. like go to a, a, go, go to like an interview for a job and they're like, they fucking loved me. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I know the study. Could get like 99% of the yeah. questions, yes. right? Walk out of a test and be they like, focus I on fuck, the one I'm thing. probably going to get an F. Or same with interviews. It's like, oh my God, I messed up here, here, here. I didn't kill it. Like right. I wasn't perfect. And so I feel like the, that mask energy of... It's almost like, is it confidence? Is it confidence? I don't know, but like it yeah. works for cis confidence. men. Confidence, fake yeah. confidence, and it really it can crush, you know, 
everybody, like you said, Ashley, who's not a cis man. So yeah. Yeah. I really, you know, I think, and especially when it's an industry that's that's predominantly like masculine. If oh you will. yeah, For example, radio. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, also also oh. humor has been masculine masculinized. Like forever, we've yes. determined that like what's funny is men. What's funny our penises like what's funny yeah, 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 is yeah, yeah, like yeah. a man like dressed as a woman like they are they are pretty funny though they're pretty they, hilarious <laughs> um but like especially in the stand-up comedy world it's all these guys like when you're coming up it's all these guys who are like yep. just started because like their friends had just like told them that they were so funny and they need to tell this joke and they're so funny and they like get up on stage and they flounder because for like yep. the first time in their life they have to but then they'll trick themselves this is incredible they're able to talk themselves out of feeling bad about not getting any laughs it's like un- literally it is unbelievable it is. it's actually it, it's incredible. amazing <laughs> yeah someone should do a study how on that good, how good they feel after yeah. they bomb they but, yeah. literally can walk off stage and be like fucking nailed it yeah fucking nailed it you hear that one dude yeah you hear that yes. one dude that one time yeah 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 i got a laugh there <laughs> you yeah. know what's crazy Talk about mask energy. Tay and I have been watching, rewatching Entourage. I don't know what's happening here. We're in a pandemic. Please no judgment. Sure, so, yeah. <laughs> there was a scene where there's like Ari Gold, who's the agent, right? Who's like such a fucking yes. dick. And then there's like this German. It's Alexander Skarsgård's dad. Plays this like German oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. director. And he doesn't like Vince. He doesn't want to work with Vince, who's Ari's um, client, blah, blah, blah. And they're having this like like such dude fight you know where they're like measuring their dicks basically and like the director goes away like he is like you're fired and he's like you can't fire me and like drives off in his golf cart and i was like what? that is a man fight versus a woman like a woman fight like both parties leave like oh my god they're not gonna be my friend i'm gonna get fired what am i gonna yeah. do like you i i, I feel like and I was watching being like, I gotta get, I gotta tap into that. Like that, like, I'm untouchable. Don't fuck with me. You can't talk to me like that. Like it just like the bravado and the machismo. I feel like if we could actually put it in like pill form, <laughs> right? Or, you know, like maybe it would actually, maybe that's what female Viagra actually yeah, right, is. It's right. just, a, it's just a confidence like, pill. As obnoxious as, as it is. Do you think it benefits, you know, someone to walk off and like totally bomb in comedy and be like, but that one person had the best time ever? Uh, I do. I do think that it it benefits if you to have some confidence to keep going. But I do think part of the art of comedy, this has turned into a comedy podcast, but I think part (laughs) of the art of comedy is to listen back to your tape and to be able to objectively assess what is worth editing and to keep trying what is working as it is right now and what absolutely needs to go or but like be changed right so there are men out there in particular and some women i am a a handful of women and totally uh queer people that i watch where i'm like wow you just like continue to be really bad and you like keep doing this but i feel like that is a quintessentially male thing yeah that they are just so bad and they keep going they've made no improvement over over a, you know, right. like they've been around a decade like there are people where i'm like you're oh, yeah. still doing open yeah, yeah. but the you thing about comedy you is you're constantly yet? you're constantly getting critiqued like you're getting critiqued like literally while you're like on stage so yeah. the fact that some yeah. you people have to are, be able to hear that yeah yeah so yeah the fact that some people especially men just like don't take that critique and like work with it is like beyond me so I think the successful ones do. The success, the successful yeah, ones, absolutely. Good. So it do. is. So it is a bad trait. Good to be completely. I, yeah, there are a lot of touch with success. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like the best male comedians are all beta males, beta quote unquote. <laughs> they're all like kind of nerdy, they're all low like, t- <laughs> beta. Like, they're males. all like the dudes. That's why there are so many jokes about like you know. Uh, that, it's like they're. That's why there are no hot comedians. There's no such thing as like a truly handsome. Sure good looking sure must- there's no there's no hemsworth comedian that, totally. that's not, not a fair there, yeah. you can't have that level of confidence and right be that good right looking. i mean like when i was like 10 years old realized i had a mouth like way too big for my face and was like you know what we're just gonna try Comedy. and be hilarious <laughs> <laughs> okay so you guys meet at open mic mm-hmm. and oh yeah and how do you guys end up doing a podcast together and why is it all about gay sex i produce 
and and host the podcast Garrett is the youth in the sound booth who keeps me from getting canceled I'm saying this because this is important for the origin story the origin story is that I am not famous I'm really upset about this (laughs) I never wanted to do a podcast I never wanted to do any of this shit I had tried everything else and so I was like fuck it I guess it's time to do a fucking podcast blah 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 god I don't want to I was in a very bad place, but I was like, this is the one thing that I have not yeah. tried. So I'm going to try it. But I, so it's like boiling in the very back of humble, my mind. I'm very like, humble. Be about, <laughs> I was an absolute failure. I, not in my standup. My standup's very good. And I was like banging my head against the wall. Like, why doesn't the quality of my work matter? Like all that shit. And yeah. I wanted something independent and, and podcasting is independent, right? Yes, it it's, is it's amazing your audience is a testament to that like you are all here she taylor doesn't need serious fuck serious whatever like uh like that is the, the magic the best feeling in the world when i got to come back with taste taylor was like fuck literally my intro my promotional intro was like fuck you serious fuck yeah seriously that's awesome <laughs> because it's totally independent and it's right. like driven by the fans so i was like this is something i need to do but i don't have a good idea I got on out of a long-term relationship. I had been sing- a not single monogamy for 12 years, just wow. back-to-back relationships. And I was like, I need to be a, a whore. So uh-huh, I yeah. decided I'm going to hoe around. I slept with this girl in the witness protection program. That's on episode one. And I was like, oh, yeah. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Is that episode um, one? Yeah. Damn. Shut the fuck It's a wild I slept story. with this girl. And then I was sleeping with this girl who was very young. She, I was like... 30 and she was like 22 or 23 it was like so casual and then I thought oh my god that's the podcast because there's no gay sleeping around podcast there's no gay sex positive podcast and I'm so old I need (laughs) someone young to keep me from getting canceled right and Gara I was like Gara is my youngest queerest friend I'm gonna have them be the youth in the sound booth to keep me from getting canceled. So then I texted Gara or whatever. I don't know how I asked you, um, but that that is how we have the. Also, Gara and I have such great chemistry. We do. So that is how the. We do. Yeah. Gara, yeah. How do you protect Ashley from getting canceled? Is it like a? <laughs> is it like a daily effort? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I honestly, Shh. I think I gave up within like the first three months or like first like two months you definitely toned it down yeah (laughs) i mean like honestly i think the best thing about ashley and i why we have such a great rapport is because uh we do not fear well we're not afraid to tell each other how it is so (laughs) Mm -hmm. i think honestly like hearing us like bicker on the podcast i think is like part of the reason why it's so great <laughs> yeah so it's all sound great I right? like those sections yeah it's funny because I yeah. had a podcast like two years ago maybe and Ashley was on the first episode and oh we, yeah, yeah, yeah I actually yeah. had another funny. host and and Ashley and I uh got on the episode and just sparks we're were it was so we're nuts ripping. hard yeah <laughs> and I think Ashley went <laughs> While my other host was there. I did. I, Ashley I did. Ashley went, we should start in front of podcast. <laughs> I cucked. I cucked the other host. I yeah. cucked the other host. Yeah. So. <laughs> the other host is like, I am right here. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Best Fiends. Best Fiends, my favorite game to play on my phone and also it's boredom's worst nightmare and girl I get bored so easily these days for those of you who don't know best fiends is a top rated mobile puzzle adventure game and it really is the characters are so cute the music that the music is so great I'm like obsessed with it whenever I hear it it just brings warmth and happiness to my heart but for real you go on an adventure every single level and it's a different type of a puzzle game and what I love about best fiends is you don't have to be like a hardcore game to love this game because I'm definitely not a gamer. It is made for adults, but I will say it's fun for all ages because my nephews got into my phone recently and I know they played Best Fiends because they got me to a level 163 and I know I wasn't there before they took my phone. So 
It's great for everybody. And what I love about Best Fiends is as the levels increase, of course, it gets like harder and harder to pique your interest, but it never feels like so hard that like I get frustrated. And the best thing is, is that Best Fiends has thousands of levels plus new content added all the time. So you literally never run out of entertainment. Truly with Best Fiends, there's something new today and tomorrow and every day after that. Like I said, thousands of levels to play and counting, plus tons of cute little characters to collect. So if you never get tired of solving puzzles, good news. With Best Fiends, the fun never ends. Just don't blame me if you become slightly obsessed. What are you waiting for? Download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. And again, that's friends without the R, okay? It's not best friends. It's best fiends, okay? Best fiends. Like you're going to be fiending for the game. You're going to thank me. And now to the podcast. I'm a prude. I will wear it. It's not, it's, it's, I'm, it's something I'm unlearning. But yeah, I definitely, so yeah. I was like, even to put the word sex on, like I just, I just, I just did an Instagram I'm so proud video of you. over Valentine's Day and Tay, I was like, I had just done this like project. So I was all in like hair and makeup, which that's been about a whole year since that happened. Damn. And mm. I was like wearing like this, like, like fucking pink thing. Yeah. And so Tay was like, oh my God, you look so like pretty, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And I recorded Cute. us and I was like, I, I said, do you think I look pretty? And she said, yeah. And then I said, do you want to sex me? And like afterwards she was like, you have to edit. Do you want to sex me? Out? Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not posting it. It doesn't make sense otherwise. So like over here, like prude one, prude two. I mean, really. Totally. Like, totally. So when I saw that your social stuff said eat pussy, I nearly fucking died. And then I was like, at first, like, I, I just like, I threw my phone across the room and I was like, ah, and then. And I was like, no, <laughs> you will promote this and you will you will figure out a way to somehow respect Whoa, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really this need to be more my, thoughtful. No, why are you apologizing for my, like, I'm the one that needs to catch up with the time. <laughs> I did censor the you. I put a star. I put a star. There Just you for go. The fans then listening. it could, maybe it oh, wasn't pussy. You. Maybe it was something else. Else. Pissy. Could pissy. be passy. Could passy. Be pissy. We don't yeah. know. <laughs> Like a pacifier yeah, diet? PC, yeah, PC. Eat yeah. the pacifier. You know, you know that that old slogan. <laughs> but no, I am, I'm kind of like, in my red? I do get shy about sex. I actually don't get shy about like talking about sexuality. That I'm comfortable with and, mm -hmm. and open to. But the actual act... Boning. <laughs> yeah. It makes me so nervous. Boning down. Why, why is that, Taylor? And why do you think that is? I don't know. You know, it's so, so when I was... I always, this is so fucked up. I have to definitely unlearn this. I always say when I was a straight person. That's bad, right? <laughs> no, because because no. when I, I always say when I was a girl, back when I was okay, a little good. girl. Yeah, I think. <laughs> there are, there are definitely people who would freak out about that, but like only people oh, in the about, comment about section me. on like a TikTok. Oh yeah, but also like your journey is your journey. If you don't want to hold space for your straight self, let it go. But wow. if you want, to we're live really your holding space <laughs> we're holding Thank space you. we're getting it's a safe space we're holding it i got all this space in my hand it's getting this good is in here we're holding this space. is turfy right now <laughs> i love all, I all of say, your listeners turfish all of your listeners are gonna be like no. am, am i a turf <laughs> no i think it i think it's uh like i think it's actually <laughs> then yes yes you are i think it's sexist is what it actually is you, i think it's it might be sexist sure Sure. But Taylor, I, I think any way that you want to view like your, uh, sexuality is like, that's your fucking business. It just is. Fucking yes. Okay. That makes me happy because I do feel like I, like I wasn't closeted my whole life. I, I think I was super subconsciously, but I really wasn't like right. struggling with right. gay feelings and like suppressing them actively. I just like, I mean, I right. really like wanted to be like a lot of girls. I just thought I was just like insecure and just wished I was somebody else. Yeah. I didn't realize I was sexually attracted to people. Right. Now right. I get it in hindsight, but it's like, so for me, like I identified as straight and really believed it 
for 33, 34 years of my life. Yeah. So it's like, that's, that's the majority of my life I've lived thus far. So like as a straight person, you know, I'm different now, but like I was still her. Like I'm, you know, that yeah, was a part yeah. of my life. So I always say when I was a straight person, I also love to say when I was a rich person because my ex-husband <laughs> was very wealthy. <laughs> I love that. I Actually, love how you spent 34 years being a straight rich person. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When I say when I was a rich person makes people so <laughs> angry. But I was. Why? I was rich. Why so would that make them angry? I guess. Your guess is as good as mine. That sounds fun. If I could be <laughs> rich and straight, I would be rich and straight tomorrow. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, but then you have to remind them that you you left it all to be not. gay. You left everything to be gay. Literally. No, literally. Well, I left it all because I was furious. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I left the rich. Yeah. But you bet your ass I thought I would refine the rich with another sure. whatever kind of a guy. <laughs> You're like, there's got to be rich really like- lesbians. <laughs> there are no rich lesbians. There's like three rich lesbians. Everyone's a fucking social worker. What we need to do is we need to build a movement of investment bankers who are lesbians so that we can have some sugar mamas out here because that is what I need. Ashley Gavin, (laughs) the PR instructor for feminism. (laughs) That should be your bio. (laughs) I will say this is, no, we are, this is groundbreaking. We are onto something because that is, you know, lesbians, we're poor. Like, what the fuck? We're poor as fuck. Yeah. And it makes sense because if you look at, I mean, gender inequality in the workplace, right? You got two gay guys are raking it in. They're raking it in. (laughs) The gays are so rich. (laughs) Yeah, look at Andy Cohen, okay? Also, fucking Jenna Lyons. You made me think all of lesbians were going to be rich. God damn it. Wow. What, does she come from family money? (laughs) Fuck her. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) But I also, something in my journey, aside from getting, like, the language down and or not totally just, you know, fucking up left and right, is also I am on a journey to like embrace not just my sexuality but like my sex life more. Yeah. So yeah. like yeah, I that's something that and that's something that you guys do on a weekly basis literally. How are you so comfortable yes. talking about sex? Yes, we do. I think when I and I don't know how you Gara feel about it, but I feel like I'm performing. So for me this is not the way that I would necessarily speak with my friends. Oh, funny. I, I, you know, I might say to my friends, oh, I have, I have like, I've, I had really good sex this weekend or like <laughs> I saw my girlfriend or whatever. I've never like got, gone up to my friends and been like, guys, I got to tell you about this time I fingered Jen. Like that's like never been. Interesting. Something. I just, I feel like I'm performing. I almost uh-huh. feel like I'm in character. I'm very authentic. It's very me. Yes. This is who I am. But I see it as a service to my audience, which makes me feel like I'm doing a job for my audience they came to laugh they came to feel empowered they want to feel that the stuff that they do at home is normal so that's it is my job to tell them that i got fingered in the car and that it's okay it's all right we're gonna you do it we all we've all been fingered in the car yeah and well, some it's of us, service. yeah. Not necessarily while we were driving, but uh, <laughs> no, no. If you're a copper or a lawyer, this may not have happened. <laughs> yeah. But if you're listening to my podcast, I got fingered in the car. Yeah. That's the most recent yeah. episode. That's funny, Ashley, because I'm the exact opposite. Like with my friends, if I have like, I live with a bunch of my friends and if I like get done having sex upstairs, I'll like make it a thing to like go downstairs and be like. I just said sex. Like, I am very much like, <laughs> I tell everyone to the point where my family is like, please, God, stop telling us <laughs> all of the details about everything in your life. So I feel like I've I've always been an open book with my sex life. I'm very open when people ask me questions. Sure. Yeah. Or if it comes up, I'm just. You're not like windmill high fiving your roommates after you were like four fingers deep with your boyfriend. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Definitely the boyfriend part. But yeah, absolutely. Gara <laughs> has a boyfriend, just by the way, for the listeners who uh, are just want to be more confused more. about like, what's what? going on. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. What the fuck? I thought you... Yeah. Um, but goes by partner with, with your boyfriend. Am I right? Yeah. I, I do use partner most of the time. Yeah. Glad I could speak for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but yeah, so... 
it's super honest and super authentic everything on this podcast that's the truth i was i usually that's the word that you thought exactly what that's the point no oh my god are you kidding me please use partner i sometimes use partner about taylor that's wild to me because you said i am a trans non-binary pansexual and you're like partner is the word <laughs> no i just like i i don't know i was just like no no no. When i they think like my partner in crime that. i don't know <laughs> i don't know what straight yeah, people howdy. think all my 85 year old listeners are like howdy partner she's from <laughs> oh the so West. they're a cowboy now i get it <laughs> we I, yeah we identify as cowboys yeah <laughs> listen g- given what i've said today i think it's totally fine <laughs> that uh you assumed that partner was potentially off limits okay so that's on me i'll take that again. yeah i was afraid taylor was going to be confused so he just had to clarify i have a boyfriend he is a man i, I was on a podcast and I, they quoted me as saying um when i became a lesbian or when i started to have a lesbian relationship I started to grow vagina confidence because it was the first time that I was like, I like that's hers. awesome. She likes mine. I actually have low key always liked mine. Yeah. Oh my god, vaginas have the worst reputation in the world. It is so they unfair. Do. But maybe that's why I feel like, like, because if, if if you put on Instagram the blowjob diet, I might actually repost. Cosmo it. hasn't. Wow. Cosmo has an article called the blowjob diet. Up. But there are things like, oh, like. Uh, there, I feel like there's thousands of articles about how cum is great for your skin. Yeah. But did you know that there's actual squalane in vagina cum, like vagina juice? What is squalane that? is a product that you can buy. It's like an oil that you can put on your face. Oh, it's very no good way. Face, and it is in... Yeah. That's so awesome. but have you ever heard that? Secretions? No, that is like, yeah. And like, no one ever talks about that. Why don't we talk about that? Like, but it's just like so strange how, because it's like, oh, it's internal. It's hidden. Like you don't, you know, it's like people are not drawing vaginas on their binders in middle school as a joke. Yeah, when your friend right. falls asleep, you don't draw one on their face. It's just, it's, it's, it's just so much less accessible. Yeah. That's why I'm trying to make vaginas hilarious again. Like labias, yeah. so funny. It's like a little accordion. So funny. Like if we oh, labias like, are hilarious. Labias are so funny. I can think of like nine different things right now. Like <laughs> you enjoy flying a kite. You like labia. Like, you know what I mean? You like some wind in your sails yeah, on a boat yeah. ride? You like labia. You know what? It's actually very sexy. Well, I was going to say, well, now I feel like I maybe, I don't want to share it. I got nervous. No, share it. Share it. <laughs> no. You have to. You, so, share it. Sometimes I would like my labias to be milked like a cow Fuck in a yeah. sex way. <laughs> Absolutely you would. Not what I thought Who you were going to say. Who want that? Yeah, everyone wants that. Absolutely. Really? Oh, yeah. We I totally all want to be milked like a cow. That's fucking with me. No, I would love to be milked like a cow. I was born in Wisconsin. I'm going to ask for that tonight. <laughs> You're gonna ask Jen to milk you like a cow? Yeah, I'm gonna be like, put on some cover, some overalls. Yeah, grab a hat. Doesn't matter yeah. what kind. <laughs> yeah, and you know what I found out recently? Women have usually are the ones who have to milk the cows because they're much more gentle and also understand better how cows what are milked. What kind of farm magazine are you? Wow. Not a farm to? magazine. I'm from Wisconsin and my father raised cattle. So anytime he can sneak in like a cattle, I'm not kidding. He's always sneaking in cattle references with me. You're like, dad, I really like eating pussy. And he's like, let me tell you about milking cows. And the two of you just hit it off. It's like women are much better at it. They understand how to be gentle. This was actually how, why he was describing of why we need a woman president is because women are chosen to milk the cows. Damn, Greg Long coming in with that I knowledge. Yeah, he's, he's very sweet. No, but you have nerve endings. You have nerve endings in your labia. Labia are really disrespected on the internet. Of course you want them touched. Yeah. Like, touch right. your labia. Like, it's totally... Pinched. Nor- yeah, what, however like you want them touched. Motion. Yeah. Just whatever you need to do. Yeah. It's also we'll wild that, there, like, you know? that, like, we've created like every 10 years there's a new way of how women are supposed to take care of their vagina you know like and it's always something like made up by men like you know 50 years ago less than that it was like having an absolutely bald vagina like you couldn't imagine having anything other than a completely like naked mole rat vagina a beautiful naked mole rat vagina but that's that's so hard to maintain yeah it's it's literally the hardest pain I've ever gone through. I took Taylor Donahue to get her 
vegi wax because I, as so a straight formal. woman, yeah. of course we're getting Brazilians. Yeah. How disgusting to not yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was in the habit of it from straight world. And so she was mm. like, I've never had one before. And yeah. she walked out furious at me. She's like, they put paper in your butt. No one told me that. And she felt deeply violated by the Brazilian. Damn. Wow. I love my Brazilian also just for a curveball out here. Yeah. Some of you guys are hearing this hey, deep, you can. deep, rich lesbian tenor voice and thinking there's no way that lady doesn't have the longest pubes in the room. Well, guess what? I don't, and I love my hairless <laughs> vagina. Guess what? I do, and I love my long pubes. <laughs> you know, not super long. Gary, want to share what your vagina is like? <laughs> uh, my vagina, this is very funny because I trimmed it the other night for the first time in like a fucking year, and the one thing you do when you have roommates, if you trim your fucking bush, is pick up the bush and throw it away because it's not going to go down the drain. And I had one of my roommates while I was cooking dinner, carefree, having a great night. One of my roommates comes down and goes, um, Gara, did you, uh, did you trim your bush? And I was like, yeah, how did you know? And they were like, it's in the tub. And I go upstairs. This thing is like a small, like miniature schnauzer. It is like, it is like a tiny Yorkie poo. How did you walk away from it? I just wasn't thinking. Like I was having a good time in the shower, just like shearing my fucking uh, bush. I would have been so mad at you. I know. I it was the so worst, but I never trim it. And uh, yeah, so I just picked that little thing up and just plopped it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, I, right now I'm right now i a bit, I, I'm like buzzed. I'm like a good like army buzz is my is my bush. That's my favorite actually. Yeah. Yeah. An, an army buzz. Kind Maintained. You just, you to just got to maintain it yeah. sometimes. If you don't want to, you don't have to. But sometimes when it gets too long, it like starts braiding itself. It's like literally yeah, getting definitely. like caught so yeah <laughs> there you guys go oh you guys i'm obsessed with you i i think i have to have you back on because i have still have so okay. many questions but i'm not gonna we'll make do you guys talk to me for two hours straight i can um, i'm free but yeah we'll come back i really i truthfully i would love to do like an in-depth cop podcast about like our coming out stories oh that'd be Let's fun do it. because I feel like we're all so similar, but all different and probably come from different backgrounds. And I mean, I think I've kind of given a little indication as to where my parents were when I came out. But I would I'm very curious yeah. to know that. I think that it's if you're guys, well, if you guys are down. Yeah, we're down really down. I felt I just felt a thousand when I said if you guys are down. <laughs> <laughs> no, Taylor, honestly, talking to you, it's so refreshing and just so fun because it it really doesn't feel like we're having like queer conversations and yet we are like I, I always want to validate that just like everything you have to say is so real and also like you're allowed to mess up you're allowed to yep. ask yes. questions and I think for this because most of your listeners are straight yeah your your listeners have queer siblings queer cousins queer friends who are the only gay person in the group and i get so many messages from those people who say about our podcast thank you so much i feel like i have gay friends listeners if you're listening don't be afraid to to engage your gay friends in relationship and sex talk like you do all of your cis straight friends they yes. need girl talk they need it whether or not they're girls boys non-binary whatever they need girl talk <laughs> we it it's like a thing that oh i'm gonna cry it's when you are a little kid and you are hanging out at a sleepover and you're gay you have to make up a story to participate in the conversations <laughs> about which boy band you like you don't get girl talk you do not have girl talk yeah and so if anyone listening to this takes anything away about quote unquote being an ally, it is not whether or not you call me gay or a lesbian or what my fucking pronouns are. It's engaging. Let me tell you about fingering my girlfriend without feeling any shame about it. Right? Don't yeah. be like, don't be like, I can't believe you do that. You you penises are the fucking worst man yeah so just <laughs> like like you know no offense we endure like they that are. they really are you know i know you have a penis in your life right now gara but like you know what i'm saying I, like, <laughs> thing, I had a friend of mine and she was not trying to be rude but she was so rude and she was like okay but like ew like right when i came out like ew going down on a girl like <sighs> vaginas and i was like you stick your husband's dick in your mouth 
all the time. Yeah. Also, like, your husband should be going down on you. Like, how, what? Your husband should be going down on does, you. But I think for her, it was like, ew, how does, how do you, Taylor, my friend, put a vagina, like, in your mouth? You know, it was like, and I felt ashamed. I you did. You felt ashamed. I felt ashamed. Yeah. I did. So it's, it's not about having gay friends. It's not about that. It's like, it's about being having it be equal and have it be open that's yeah. that's what i think if there's going to be a takeaway that would be a really cool takeaway for your audience members whether it is queer <laughs> or straight or whatever just don't shame people just don't fucking shame people yeah. that's what ashley and i's podcast is all about take it sometimes ashley will shame me <laughs> for having a dream where i gave birth to well, a cow you, you deserve it <laughs> <laughs> right it should be taken down a peg sometimes but don't fucking shame people <laughs> it's it's the worst it's the worst feeling in the entire world it is you guys i'm obsessed with you i'm obsessed, obsessed with, you, with you taylor i cannot wait to double date with you that is what I've been thinking about. There's like a couple guests where I'm like, ooh, I can't wait to double date. I mean, you guys, when, when we're like, when it's safe to see people, you guys have to come over here to my apartment and we'll go the on lair, the roof. The back cave. We'll, yeah, your we'll apartment drink. is nuts. Yeah, and we have our own fucking roof upstairs. Wow, that's right awesome. Next. Okay, can you so text we'll, me? Can you text me the neighborhood you live in? I just want to look you, on street. Can you easy text me your social security number just so I can see? <laughs> <laughs> but you guys come over. We'll drink. Well, if you guys want to smoke, you can smoke. I can. I get really fucking weird. That's really cool. If you can imagine me more, more paranoid and more like self-exploding, oh, yeah. <laughs> think about me on weed. I am not for sure. Good, for sure. But, yeah. Well, I don't drink or smoke, but I'll have ice cream. That's yeah. what I do. And I'll just. Get crossfaded like fucking crazy. <laughs> I'll just be bouncing <laughs> off the walls. <laughs> I'm here for it. You guys, thank you so much for joining me. You're gonna come back, right? Promise. We will. We promise. Okay, perfect. And uh, you guys, make sure to check out their podcast. We're having gay sex. Gara Ashley, you guys are just fucking your gems beyond and Aww. also want to give out your socials for everybody great <laughs> i thought it was social security again <laughs> i no, okay, am social security five, numbers, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> i am if you just search ashley gavin i will come up on everything but my like the best thing to like keep up with the podcast and tour dates and things like that is um my instagram with his which is at ash gavs now with a blue check mark. Holy yeah, it's hot. shit. It's hot. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Thank you Congrats. so much. Yeah. And this this past week, I don't know when this comes out, but this past week on the podcast, we had Francesca Farago from Netflix is Too Hot to Handle. She's the really, really hot mm -hmm. one. Oh, damn. And it's a great yeah. episode. So go check She's that out. awesome. Okay. Yeah. And I'm just, if you search up Garilani, oh, you'll find Taylor's me. Oh, Taylor's episode. I'm so dumb. <laughs> Yeah, and Taylor is a great episode They'll too. Find it. <laughs> Go listen to Taylor's episode. Fuck Francesca. I'm so sorry. Taylor's Dude. episode. No, that's totally fine. You're promoting your new podcast. Literally, no harm, no foul. They're Taylor fans. They're Taylor. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I, that was a technical. Just a. I missed a softball, a layup. That was disgusting. Please cut it. Go listen to Taylor's episode. <laughs> Thank you. And Gara, what's your social? Wow, thank you. Wait, but you guys should go listen to Taylor's episode, even if you're kind of like, ah, I listen to Taylor all the time. I don't know. She really bears it all on this episode, and it's truly yeah, another side of soul. her that I'm thinking you guys haven't fully seen. But, okay, you can find me at, if you just search up Gara Wanig, but my Instagram is at Gara. Just keep going G-A-R-A-R-A-R-A-R-A, and you will somehow find it. Um, you got you got to change it. I'm not going to change it. Too many people call me Gara ra, 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 okay. So even my fan account is Gara baby Gara ra, 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 So Gara ra, ra, I can't yeah. change it. But uh, yeah, I also have a weekly newsletter that will be in the link in my bio on uh, Instagram. Awesome. Yeah, and it's really fun. So thank you, Taylor. Of course, thank you guys so much. And when does the podcast come out? What day of the week? Mondays. Mondays, check it out. We're having gay sex anywhere you can listen to podcasts. You guys are delightful beyond. Thank you so much for joining me this Thank week. Thank you. Thank you. You guys, that's it for us. In the meantime, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. And uh, yeah, I'll be back next week. Until then, bye, girl, bye.